My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. Meet Ayutunde Lasisi, a creative who wears many hats. Join us as we discuss her journey as a creative trailblazing her own path. Learn how she balances her business, Iwa Fitness, and focuses on her self-care by living a healthy lifestyle of dance, exercise, proper nutrition, and a positive mindset. I know the last time we met, we were talking about how you shifted into starting this business, but before this Edward business, you were already doing other things that you were passionate about. I want to learn and hear more about that because it's really fascinating to me how creatives pivot and go into new directions, but still understanding who they are and where their passions lie. So I would love to just start off talking about who you are. So Ayo, can you just talk a little bit more about your journey? How did you start off as a creative? So I've always been a creative at heart. I remember growing up, I used to watch a lot of traditional African movies uh, where people would um, do traditional dancing and I would just sit there in front of TV and I remember asking mom to enroll me in those programs and uh, she would tell me oh you're still too young when you get older I will enroll you you can join them and unfortunately however she passed away when I was 11 so I never get the opportunity I didn't get the opportunity to be a part of any dance group so fast forward to high school a group a dancing group traditional uh, dancing group were invited to my school and they performed and I was just amazed by their performance and um, fast forward again (laughs) (laughs) I know it's a journey it is it is a journey but you know all those encounters sowed seed in my heart for Mm -hmm. creative work uh, performance theater dance 
But fast forward, now I'm in the United States and in, I believe, 2011, if I'm correct, I met with some students at Truman College here in Chicago and they had started a theater company, a theater group. And what they were doing was producing traditional African plays. And I was like, oh, this is it for me. This is what I like to do. So I decided to become an actor in that play. And since then, I've been part of the theater company, which is now Fancy African Theater Ensemble. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how long have you been with Fehente? It's a great organization in space. <laughs> Since its inception, actually, before it became Faint African Theater Ensemble, it was called Motherland Organization. And that was a nonprofit organization that was started by the students and um, eventually later became Faint African Theater Ensemble. And it's been around, I believe, as Faint for about 12 years now. Yes, 12 wow. years. That's, in a yeah. yeah, so I guess I've been with the company for almost 15 years. <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember when we met, I was asking you about that because I did see one of your plays about a year ago. And I was just impressed by the actors and the staff. It seems as though the topics are very important for African culture and history, but you are also hiring actors who are black and brown and who identify with the subject matter. And I think that's so important to see see yourself represented and see actors who understand and embody what is happening on the play. And I thought that was really special. Yes, yes. One of the most important goals for Faint African Theater is to make sure we bring in authenticity mm-hmm. into our plays um, so that whoever come out to watch us, whether they're African or non-African, they can actually see the culture and the tradition and the movement in every play they come out to see. Awesome. And I wanted to talk about just how you started to shift into other spaces while maintaining your work at Fahinti. How did you decide or start to do other things on top of your passion for dance and theater? What was that shift for you? The shift for me, again, I'm very passionate about the African culture. I am a Yoruba person. Um, I am from the Yoruba tribe. And at some point, I thought it was very important to teach the Yoruba language because I have friends who grew up here, non-African-Americans, should I say, Mm African-Americans as well were interested in learning the language. And so I partnered up with a lady, Miss Lande. She owns the Cake Village. And I partnered up with her and we started to teach Yoruba under an organization called Yoruba Fast. 
which is under her organization as well, the Cake Village. And so I really loved it. I loved the class. I loved interacting with people. And I love teaching people about the culture and, you know, however, (laughs) however, (laughs) a few years ago, okay, let me, let me uh, backtrack on this. So, However, I have passion for public health. Let me put it that way. Okay. I was going to school for community health to become a community health educator. And I would sit in my class and, you know, my professors would talk about how obesity is affecting people and how there are lots of preventable diseases that comes out of unhealthy lifestyle, if I should put it that way. And I remember, I'm like, oh, what can we do to get people moving? You know, how can we make people enjoy exercising? And how can we, you know, make people enjoy eating healthy? And so with my experience in dance, performance, creative work, I'm like, how can I bring this and the African culture into exercising, into eating healthy? And so... I came up with Ewa Fitness. Yes. And I love that name. Can you talk more about how you, what is Ewa Fitness and how you came up with the name? Yes. Um, So Ewa, Ewa, which is a Yoruba language for beauty. I decided to name the fitness company Ewa Fitness, which means beautiful fitness, because I do believe that there is beauty in each and every one of us. And again, I will share the story. It's very personal to me. And it's the story of my mother. She was a natural you know, skinny person, the magazine covered body type. Mm-hmm. She had it all. But unfortunately for her, she grew up or she became a woman in the era where beauty, I would say the era and culture where beautiful women are seen as robust, fuller body women. But she was the skinny woman who did not fit into the idea of beauty for the people for that generation, should Mm. I say. And so I remember as a kid, she used to do different things to help her gain more weight. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So interesting. (laughs) She would take pills and, you know, to help her eat more so that she can gain more weight. And I remember she would stand in front of the mirror and ask me, Aya, what do you think? Have I gained weight? What do you think? And I would look at her and say, no. And this was when you were living in Nigeria, back when you were in Nigeria. Yeah, this was when I was in Nigeria. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so fast forward, here I am in the United States, even in Nigeria now, in this generation where skinny isn't, you know, the magazine covered body is in. That's what's in. And I'm like, oh, if she was alive or if she is alive, I wonder what she would think about herself. Because now the society I'm in accepts and actually celebrates her body type, right? Right. So 
I, I, I just really feel for people who have fuller, more robust body when they look at themselves in the mirror and say, oh, I don't I don't look good or I, I need to lose this much weight and I, I need to I need to eat salad all the time and I need to, you know, really go to the extreme and, and try all this fad diets. It's mm-hmm. uh, be skinny and there's nothing wrong with those things there's nothing wrong with trying to lose weight there's nothing wrong with you know going on diets and eating healthier but for me what is most important for me is i want women to just love their body you know love who they are and just know that they are beautiful just the way they are but to reroute their focus into their internal health and when i say internal beauty inner beauty in your health i'm talking about like our organs and our arteries and our you know whatever it is that keeps us alive and that keeps us going so whether it's exercising whether it's um eating healthy just to keep those things healthy and beautiful inside of us while we accept who we are and and feel comfortable in our own skin i think for me that's what our fitness is all about yes Uh, And I love that because it's so personal to you and your family and perceptions of body and image and what's acceptable in society and what's considered beautiful in society. I think that tension is really interesting and also beautiful. But what I really think is important, your meshes of self-love and really accepting your body for what it is. But more importantly, to understand that different shapes and different sizes are beautiful and to just love yourself and take care of yourself. And I think as women, sometimes we forget to do that because we're so focused on taking care of others that we don't oftentimes stop and take care of ourselves and love ourselves. So I think that message is so important. And I love that you have incorporated your African background and your heritage and traditions into it as well yes thank you thank you yeah absolutely (laughs) so i know for a lot of creative entrepreneurs are multi-talented they have so many different passions and things that they want to do and i think it's really inspiring that you were able to incorporate your love for health and dance and your heritage and create a business out of that can you talk more about how you started the business and kind of what your journey has been for airway fitness yes yes um how i started the business it started in actually started on january 2018 (laughs) yes so of course i had all those ideas passion just running through my mind running through me really and i didn't know how to go about it or even what to Mm -hmm. call it and i remember it was december 31st 2017 I decided you know what I'm gonna sit this year out instead of going to church and just starting the happy new year at church you know what? I just want to stay home I'm a Christian I'm very big on praying and worshiping as well so I decided to just sit home and just pray quietly into the new year I woke up 
dance fitness. That is what you need to start the year with. Dance fitness. You do this at home. You dance to work out during the winter. I would dance to work out because it's so cold outside. I can't go running. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, the idea came to me and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Teach people how to make healthy African Nigerian food. I was like, okay, that's something cool. And so Ewa Fitness became a reality. I registered the company. I wrote out my business plan. Actually, I went through score.org and I, um, I used the business planning template. I used that, which was very helpful to me, helped bring out my ideas, all those ideas that I had inside of me, just pretty much I, I was able to put them all on paper. And um, yeah, so that was where it started from. Met with an accountant, registered and started looking for like studio spaces. I created my own website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a beautiful website. Thank check you. It out. Everyone should go <laughs> check it out and sign up for classes because it is a good space to be and to really just have fun, have fun exercising and dancing and taking care of yourself. But sorry, go ahead. I got excited. <laughs> Oh, no, that's fine. (laughs) It's great. Yes, definitely visit the site. It's ewafitness.com, E-W-A fitness.com. And I just got into it. I started teaching classes and I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Actually, on Saturday, I bought a class, a free class, and um, up to, I believe, up to 20 people were there. About 20 people came and the women had a great time. They had a blast. They were like, oh my goodness, we need to be part of this. You need to bring it down south. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to finding a studio in the south of Chicago so I can definitely offer the class to women out there. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you have several locations and you're thinking of adding an additional one on the south side. Yes. Yes. Fabulous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I think that it's important to know that if you have an idea as a creative and you're not quite sure how to go about starting a business, go back and learn, you know, look things up register, Mm -hmm. ask people who have done it before, or get help from professionals. Like you were talking about getting an accountant and doing your own website and just like making it happen. So I think that it might feel overwhelming or impossible or like it can't happen when you're just starting and you have an idea and you're not quite sure how to make it a reality. But you are a testament that this started about two years ago and you know, you were able to find a space and start it and get your website up and all of this in, you know, a short amount of time. And I'm sure, you know, it took a lot of work, but it was also something that you were passionate about. So it's easier for you to push forward. And I think that's the key. Find what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and then find people to help or learn. You know, we're constantly learning new things and you can find out almost anything online these days. (laughs) True. So true. Yeah. So I think that's really powerful. And I love when creative women are able to take control of their destiny and find what works for them. 
So that's really cool. And are you still able to perform or have you kind of shifted more into this realm of health? I'm still able to perform outside of starting my own business and also being part of a theater company. I also work full time on the side. Mm-hmm. Yes, the life of the I get it. Yeah, so I've been able to find some balance so that I can continue to perform. I love theater. I love being in theater. I love being on stage and I love being backstage as well. So I don't think I want to let that part of me go because that continues to inspire me in what I do, even for Ewa Fitness, continues to inspire me, the creative side of me. So it is possible. You can balance it all. How have you found to do that? To be honest with you, I have a book with me that I carry, and it's my to-do list book. I'm constantly writing down my thoughts, what to do. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do after praying and reading my Bible is write down my to-do for the day. Now, (laughs) I try not to exaggerate what I need to do just so (laughs) I don't set myself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And at the same time, I tell myself, Ayo, if you cannot complete everything you have on this list, it's okay. Because what happens is when I first started, I realized that I would write all of these things on my to-do list. And then at the end of the day, I would feel guilty for not completing my task for the day. And so I decided to cut back and be real with my task for the day. And also things happen during the days. There are surprises, things that maybe I was not prepared for, I wasn't expecting, and therefore I am held back um, from completing certain tasks. I'm okay with that at the end of the day. I look at my to-do list and say, okay, I guess some of this I need to move to the next day or move to next week if I have to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just that's how I find balance. When it comes to sleeping, I'll say that I don't do much of because... Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, that's real. That's real, at least, you know, for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I keep reminding myself it's a it's a season. It's a season. I'll say 2019, I did not sleep much. But then I realized that my my company, my goal is to live a healthy lifestyle and to also encourage women to live healthy lifestyles. So this year, 2020, I decided that I must at least get six hours worth of sleep. Six hours for sure. Days when I can get eight hours, which is very important, I will make sure I get eight hours. And another thing I try to do, which I do a lot of reading, self-development reading. Um, I go online and read blogs about health and, you know, living a good life. And one of the article I came around sometime last year is turn off all electronics an hour before you go to sleep. So what I do is I put my phone away, computer away an hour before I go to sleep. And I actually switched 
to writing out my to-do list the night before (laughs) for this year, 2020, so that that way I don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's been very useful. This year, I'll say, yes, I do sleep more because that's very important, even for weight loss. You know, sleep is necessary for weight loss. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that's how I I balance things out and take good care of myself. Yeah, that was a lot of good nuggets of wisdom there because I think that, first of all, setting an intention for the day is important to think about what you want to accomplish today and to write it down or whatever your method of kind of holding yourself accountable for that. But also being flexible that some things you might have to push to the next day and that's okay (laughs) as long as you know this is one of my goals this is one of the things I want to accomplish so make sure that you know you find time to get it done I think that's super important I think the message for this episode is self-care and how do you find ways and time to balance your creative pursuits and your passions with also taking care of yourself so the last thing I would love to talk about is just to share what is the best advice that you have been given the best advice not to give up Mm. continue to follow your passion i remember someone telling me this (laughs) before i actually started our business and as a new business owner i will be honest with you there were times where i asked myself am i making the right decisions and one thing that keeps driving me is don't give up just keep going it's hard when you first start it's hard but know that the decision that you have made is the right decision know the passion behind your decision and for me the passion is to see women love their body love themselves and live healthy lifestyle get to know more about the things that they eat and they consume and at the same time enjoy those things that they eat and consume and you know learn to cook different food include African food in their diet because there are lots of uh, great healthy African food out there that people can cook in their house and also a lot of African food are vegan vegetarian friendly so you know I, I really I think for me that's the passion that keeps driving me not to give up because I know there are women out there who are going to find this information useful and also just for me mind building is positive mind building positive mindset is very important to me as well and one thing that I always tell myself is I have one life to leave right Mm -hmm. it's either I leave it with guilt or wishes, you know, where I'm wishing I look like someone or I look like this person, or I actually live it and enjoy every minute of it. And that's the message that I want to give to women out there that you have one life to leave. Ask yourself, how do I want to leave this life, right? And for me, that's what keeps driving me not to give up. Yes. Oh, we only have one life to live. I love that message. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. Thank so you. how can people reach you, get in touch with you, find you online, share how people can get in contact with you? First, you can visit ewafitness.com, E-W-A fitness.com, and you can send me an email through info at ewafitness.com. And also you can follow us on Instagram at Ewa Fitness Lifestyle or Facebook at Ewa Fitness Lifestyle. Twitter, we're on Twitter as well, Ewa Fitness Lifestyle. Yes, <laughs> please look up this lady. She is incredible. I, uh, I really feel like I'm just now getting to know you, but I feel like you're a sister. Oh, and just girl. from learning more about your story, I identify with you so much coming from <laughs> Ghanaian parents and really understanding how important it is to celebrate where you come from but also to take care of yourself so it's a beautiful message and we need to share it with everyone (laughs) so check out Ewa Fitness everyone and please go to one of the classes I went and I had a blast it's really is like it's dancing so you don't realize how much work it is until you start sweating and then you're like okay I'm really working out here (laughs) so all right thank you so much I love talking to you and we will talk more thank you so much for this amazing time this interview was amazing thank you i really appreciate you getting what i do out there this is a great platform thank you of course anytime (laughs) okay bye Bye bye-bye see you next week same day same time make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.